0: Welcome to the poem, the Parsha, the podcast. I'm Rivi. And I'm Adrienne. And we are talking about so many thrilling things in these amazing Parshiot.
1: It's true. It's true. So we ended, we sort of, I feel like the last Parsha was sort of like a hard stop on some things. Um, So let's talk about Vayishlach and let's, where has the journey, where is the journey taking us?
0: Interestingly, because today the journey, and we're thinking of Jacob, who seems to be on the move.
1: Yes. He is about
0: to meet up with his brother. Mm -hmm. He has already taken some important action. He has sent ahead a gift. Mm -hmm. He has prepared and split up the camp. And... The text, the way the story reads is he has left something and he's gone back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Rashi talks about the Pachim Ketanim, these small jars that he mm-hmm. goes back. You know, these are important Pachim Ketanim. We're always talking about our family. Leave the Pachim Ketanim. Like, you know, but Yaakov does not leave them. He goes back for them.
1: Mm-hmm. And now
0: he is left alone. And I think what we're going to explore today, Adrian, is... Aloneness.
1: Aloneness, solitude. Um, this week's poem is Alone by Maya Angelou. And I think we all know who Maya Angelou is. And I think um, as we as we read this poem, I think that, well, first of all, the title's really kind of a giveaway. And second, I think the music of the language is important here. And the rhyme scheme is important here. So I will read it, and then I would love to... to dive in a little bit about the language of aloneness um, and what the music of that language might be. So, Alone, by Maya Angelou. Lying, thinking, last night, how to find my soul a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone. I came up with one thing, and I don't believe I'm wrong, that nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone, nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. There are some millionaires with money they can't use. Their wives run round like banshees. Their children sing the blues. They've got expensive doctors to cure their hearts of stone. But nobody, no, nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone, nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. Now, if you listen closely, I'll tell you what I know. Storm clouds are gathering. The wind is gonna blow. The race of man is suffering, and I can hear the moan. Cause nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. Alone, all alone. Nobody but nobody can make it out here alone.
0: I'm so happy you led with the music. The language of the music. What did you say? It's like, it was a thrill just to hear you say those words. The music of
1: the language? The music
0: of the language. I mean, what do we
1: hear when we hear this poem?
0: I hear Maya Angelou. Yes. Her voice is so unique. Yeah. I hear her voice here. And... It just reminds me of phenomenal woman. Also, oh, it feels yes. like the same beat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think Angelou really drew on jazz as a means to inform her writing, and I think there is music to this language that's very clear and very apparent. Um, and the repetition, like there's this very musical repetition I that love nobody it. but nobody can make it out here alone. And so we've got the emotional language of nobody makes it alone, and then we've got this sort of musical language of nobody but nobody can make it out here alone
0: it's amazing it's really it's 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 lyrical it's so beautiful and it really says something very important i believe here mm-hmm. about race and being alone mm-hmm. what's interesting is we don't get to hear about race until the third paragraph the thir- third stanza I and know. i i have what to say about that tell me well i feel I want to table that. And oh, that's then, fine. That's fine. And then let's do Parsha and then we'll come back to we'll that. We'll
1: revisit. That's fine. Okay.
0: So Yaakov is alone and the verses. And so he, again, he has split up his camp mm-hmm. and then he takes the whole family over the river. Yabok, but he is left alone. Mm-hmm. And that aloneness is emblematic, perhaps not only of Jacob, but of the Jewish people, because we all know what's going to happen. He's going to be wrestling with the strange individual and Jacob wrestling, struggling through night becomes the Jewish people struggling through the mm-hmm. nighttime of the long diaspora. Mm-hmm. And so, and this idea of a Yivater Yaakov Levado and Jacob was um, left alone is also evocative and reminds us of Am mm-hmm. Levadad that we are a people that dwells alone. And so, there is Yaakov, the quintessential Jew, or the, who is going to be, you know, Yisrael by the time the evening is over. Yes. He is going to be called Yisrael. And, um, well, not that evening, later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because, Sarita imalokim, because you fought, you struggled with God. But let's do this verse. V'hivater Yaakov levado, and he was remained alone, v'yavek ish imo, and he wrestled with a man Ad until the morning. And then as the story plays out, he asks him what your name is. Oh yes, he does get a name. I'm losing my mind. You know, we're in the middle of this mad campaign, people. And this mad it's campaign, lot. it makes, lot. freezes your brain. But right there in the middle of the verses, um, he says, what's your name? Elohim You have wrestled with whatever Elohim means, God, angel, powers, um, and you have um, you have s- survived, Khan, you were able. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the aloneness of race. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the alone, so I think these, the Parsha and the poem come together where we have this idea of Jacob alone, the Jewish people alone, mm-hmm. set it over here, mm-hmm. and then when Maya Angelou comes down to the one, two, three, four, five, fifth paragraph, but really the third important stanza yes. because we just have a keep repeat of Alone All Alone, she finally gets to the important stuff. Now, if you listen closely, I'll tell you what I know. Storm clouds are gathering. The wind is going to blow. The race of man is suffering. All I can hear is the moan. Now, first of all, I love that she calls it the race of man, mm-hmm. reminding us that there is no such thing as race. Mm-hmm but there is this race of man, meaning we're the humans here. The
1: human experience is um, is unique, I think, in this particular poem. And the unique suffering of the human experience, I think, speaks to Yaakov and his wrestling.
0: And and this idea of being alone. Of so here's aloneness. here's what this... Nobody... I'm, I'm going to go here and you may say, oh my God, what did you do? But I'm thinking about the book... Um. by Barbara Kingsolver, the Poisonwood Bible. Yes. And so through the Poisonwood Bible, you, you're you reading the whole thing, and it's quite the story and the tale. It is. But it, there's this paragraph towards the end, maybe even half a page, where she says something so interesting. She says, you took people from this continent in chains as slaves. She mm-hmm. may not have put it that way. But now take a look at the country that you brought them to. They came as slaves and yet they dominate culture, whether it is music,
1: mm-hmm.
0: jazz or all you know, hip hop. I think I think music
1: visual art. I think the music, I think I think even like media arts, I'm thinking of television and yep. and um and sports. And yeah, athletics. Um, I, what was really, really interesting to me is we were talking about the Borscht Belt, a friend of mine who is a, who is like a TV scholar basically. And she said in our generation, meaning us, the awful millennials, the language of humor Mm -hmm. went from Borscht Belt to urban America. Yes. And so there is this, this sort of undercurrent of oppression that creates humor. And so originally when we had the Borscht Belt, like a lot of that humor sort of became American humor in, many, in a lot of ways. And I think with that, we've now transitioned into sort of the black experience as that undercurrent. And, and the question is like, we can, you know, we can enjoy it and we can accept it. And just like we did with the Borscht Belt. And now the question is, okay, but what comes next? What is the next mine? That oh. we're going to find. Oh, I know. To create. Am I and allowed I don't to say? No. Yes, tell us.
0: I was going to say Asian. Um,
1: Interesting. How
0: I, but I want us to go back to this place that she takes us because, mm-hmm. it, to me, this poem is saying you can't go it alone. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is the brotherhood or sisterhood, or whatever the word is, of humankind. Yes. We, and right now, just to throw in one more controversial issue, you know, c- climate change. That is a whole world problem. Yes. Every single human is going to suffer because of that. Yes. And what are we doing about that? Mm-hmm. And so it's a unifier, ironically, of all of the humans of the world. It is.
1: It is the the sort of imminent stuff like the things that we're afraid are going to happen they're going to happen to all of us it's yes. not going to choose somebody i
0: I've, I've got a question for you hit me let's go to the first stanza yeah. how to find my soul a home where water is not thirsty and bread loaf is not stone what is she saying
1: i feel like it's the the land of milk and honey sort of conversation of of there is a place that may exist where all souls have all of their needs met. Okay. Where all, there is a, there is a promised land. There is a place <clears throat> where all of our basic needs are met. And when our basic needs are met, then we get the opportunity to be who we truly are.
0: What's your favorite? This is my favorite line. I was yeah. going to ask you what yours favorite is, but yes. I was really wanting to say my favorite line.
1: Say, say it.
0: They've got expensive doctors to cure their hearts of stone.
1: I know. Ah, I that's, mean, that's my favorite. favorite. But also, uh, like, like nail it down, right? We've got these millionaires. They've got every resource right. at their fingertips, except their humanity.
0: Yeah, and it's this, they've got expensive doctors to cure their hearts of stone. Yeah, they're not going to get cured of their hearts of stone, which is, of course, a very, you know... Is that a biblical expression? I think so. Well, you know what they say about the Kotel. Yesh im lev shall evan." Yesh avanim im lev shall adam. Yesh anashim im lev shall evan. So there's humans with yes. hearts of stone. There's stones with the hearts of humans. Yes,
1: yes. So I, I'm not
0: sure where that came from. But um, no, I think
1: when we think about, like right last week, the stone metaphor. Here's another one. Bam. Yes. Um, I, I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite line, but when I, th- when I see the race of man is suffering and I can hear the moan, I think of the blues and the blues is all about, it's not about saving the world. It's not about climate change. The children sing the blues. Come on. It's right there. That's, but I hear the blues in this particular, okay. in this particular line and the blues isn't about global problems. Like they're not protest songs. The blues is about the, the human heart. And so we can look at the at the wider world and and create solutions for problems, but at the end of the day, if the human heart is sore, that's like you're you're not gonna be satisfied with the work you've done outside.
0: Let's compare the aloneness here. Yes. So Yaakov ultimately, what did the aloneness mean for Yaakov? So he's alone. Yes. Now this whole mysterious wrestling that happens stranger. is the stranger in my mind it's his conscience
1: that's what i was going to say the stranger is
0: clearly Yako. The, the stranger is he's wrestling with himself and he's wrestling with everything that happened with asav mm-hmm. and i'm looking up what we did last year because i am so curious and it was such a long time ago it, but he's wrest- <laughs> he's wrestling with himself and and he's and who wins? The one who wins is the one who's going to hand ace of a gift and say, "Kachna et Biochati, take now my bracha." Meaning, wow, I should not have done what I did. Mm-hmm. And so, last year in Parshat Vayishlach, we did the name drawn from the names. Oh my gosh, we did the same verses, Vaivater, Yaakov Levado.
1: Well, that just goes well, to show look at you that. what rich verses these are. I that mean... We can pull them again and look at them through a different poem, the lens of a different poem, and find more things. And last year, I think we really talked about the name, yes. the issue of yes. names. Yes. And I think I think when we look at names and when we look at human consciousness, we are, we are looking at, at the different aspects of self, the different facets of self. And? And, of
0: course. Transition to what I want to talk about. Tell me. Okay. What's interesting is Maya Angelou says over and over again, all alone, all alone, nobody but nobody can make it out here alone. Well, guess what? When Yaakov is left alone, he leaves the place limping. So he was left alone, and he comes out wounded. And, you know, kind of the idea here is... If he hadn't been alone, Mm -hmm. he would not have been vulnerable. No. And he would not have been struggling. You know how it's like when you're with the whole family and you can't even get your own private moment to think your own thoughts. Yes, you would know that. I would absolutely know that. You're familiar. And so here he is alone. He's allowed to be alone with his thoughts. And to me, he's being, he's tormented. He's about to see his brother. It's going through his head, everything he had done, whether it was the lentil soup or taking or, you know, receiving the bracha instead of his brother. Mm -hmm. And all of it has been tormenting him for all of these years. Mm -hmm. And now he's about to see him. And so he's tormented all night long because he is indeed alone. And then I think he realizes that he's wrestled, yeah. Yeah. but he's going to come out, but he's wounded. And that's the that's the deal. And then we're never allowed to eat, not that anyone would want to eat this, but I guess someone does want to eat it, the sciatic nerve. And, you know, mm-hmm. And you don't eat this um, part of the animal mm-hmm. because he wrestled, which is absolutely one of the weirdest things. I don't understand that takeaway. But... And, and not only that, it's like, think of the mitzvot in Bereshit. Yes. Suddenly, we're talking, like, the Jewish people in the Torah hasn't happened yet. But yeah. now we're saying, and by the way, when don't it comes to keeping kosher, you gotta get a really expensive butcher to be figuring out the sciatic nerve and pulling it out.
1: I don't know how. All that... due respect
0: to the butchers. Absolutely, Sorry. we love the butchers. The expensive meat, whatever. The,
1: we love our expensive meat.
0: Um, but to me, she is saying you can't make it here alone. No. And the verses in the pasuk really show
1: you can't.
0: You can't. You're going to come out wounded.
1: You're going to come out wounded, and and you, if you come out at all, he could have easily lost that battle. Battle wrestling I guess match. You could say the wrestle. I. I'm not even. Should sure. we talk about wrestling? Everyone talks
0: about the wrestling here. And, you know, watching wrestling was a good Jewish occupation. Boxing. The wrestling, Motzei Shabbat after Shabbat, Bruno San Martino. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand if you're listening and you know the name Bruno San Martino in Pittsburgh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My father, God bless my father. I know everyone knows him as Rabbi Pupko and a great rabbi. Yes. My father loved wrestling. He loved to watch the wrestling. And he would always joke with us when we were little, I'm gonna go down and wrestle with Bruno San Martin, we go no daddy, no daddy, don't go. You'll lose. Yeah, don't go down. But it was very cute. And then if you ever told my father that the wrestling was pretend Mm -hmm. and that it really wasn't that was the worst thing you could say to my father. No,
1: don't say that. It's It's very real. I don't want to hear
0: that. It's Uh, it's very real. But this aloneness, let's let's talk about alone. Do you
1: like being alone? Absolutely. Or is that not
0: a fair question to someone with two small boys?
1: Um, I have always enjoyed solitude. And
0: one grown-up boy.
1: And one grown-up yeah. boy. <laughs>
0: yes. Are you listening, Victor? Victor?
1: We love you, Victor. <laughs> um, I have always loved my solitude. I am very much an introvert. I like my space, and I have figured out ways to take my space without actually being alone. And it's hard,
0: hmm. but
1: I have figured it out because I can't Live without space for my own thoughts.
0: I think that you know we always talk about the needs of humans. You need water. You need food. You need shelter. Donuts. Donuts. Sitting in front of us is an empty box of Krispy Kreme. We did not consume all of them. But we would have if we could have. <laughs> but they didn't arrive here totally full. Anyway, moving on. But I yes. think being alone is an absolute necessity. It it's is like oxygen. It is. If you don't have time alone, you cannot process. And let's get this, that Yaakov needed that time to process. He
1: absolutely did.
0: But what do you think Maya Angelou is saying? We can't get out of here alone. I don't think she's talking about aloneness. No.
1: She's not talking about solitude and the sort of human need for solitude. I think she's talking about the fact that no matter how many resources you have access to, if you don't have somebody to care for your heart then you're not gonna make it. Oh my! You are not going to emerge from this as a whole person. And really, that the, what we want nothing more is then is to come out of is to live as a whole person and to sort of come out of whatever this is with wholeness. And and I think that when we look at Yaakov, I think his his wrestling is just sort of a way of him to gain wholeness in a way that maybe he hadn't before. Right, um, and I think that Lewis is speaking to that—that that, that we need we need one another, and yet we can also recognize that we need aloneness.
0: And I think that's a good place to
1: absolutely put a ribbon on it. Absolutely, slap a bow on it. Amen. Call it done.
0: All right, Shabbat shalom, Thanks friends. For
1: listening, Shabbat shalom. Take some
0: time alone this week, if you can. There you go, <laughs> Shabbat shalom.